why they tell me lions aren't cars? No, because they're lions. What about jaguars? That's a car. Which black Superman? Because Cause there's about four of them. Four of them, yeah. One looks like Obama. <laughs> that's now, true. That would be President Calvin Ellis. Exactly. Earth 23. Oh, that's, I like that name. Please don't put that in one of your raps. <laughs> oh, I want to tell now. <laughs> Calvin Ellis. Could you, could you come up with a more white name for a... Kelsey. <laughs> that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know that punchline. It, it could have been Evan, I suppose. But yeah, you're right. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Escaping Podcast. The best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And by everything in between, he means those years from original superheroes to future superheroes. What happens in the future? Well, we don't know. We're not there. Uh, today, we are talking about Legion of Superheroes. I am Daniel. To my right, I've got... Kels for show, a.k.a. the swag lag with drip in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every week. Yeah. Uh, across from us. Lucky. It's TJ who always has to follow Kelsey. I know, dude, and you never prep anything. No. You have a week. What the time. hell could you possibly bring to the table that would beat that? Uh, with drip in the sack. Fisto. <laughs> TJ, drying up around the edges. Slap that on a t-shirt. Exactly. Uh, white, white do crack. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us this week, we've got a, uh, a resident expert on all things Legion of Superhero. What's your name there, fella? Oh, I would be Mike. You would be Mike, but what be. are you? What am I? Yes. Fabulous. Okay. <laughs> um, we have John here always doing art. Just drawing. As always, we're in our studio, and our studio is Escape Velocity Comics downtown. Quick disclaimer, our thoughts, our ideas, our opinions in this podcast do not reflect that of Escape Velocity Comics. They just let us get in here, eat some food, toss our clothes to the floor, and start talking at you. Thank you, Escape Velocity. You are amazing. Thank you for having locked doors to keep the Baba Yaga out. Let's, uh, let's never, ever interact with that woman again. Bad times. So today, Legion <laughs> of Superhero, guys, how you feeling about that? We're doing... Um... Feeling very good about that. <laughs> Hold I, on, no. I think I have positive feelings about Hold on, Super wait, Real quick, though. Real quick, I want to just give a shout out to our optimally silent partner today, Tashina, taking photos of everybody here tonight. Yes. Welcome you, to the team. You've heard Tashina on the, the show before. She was the one dunking on Kelsey and I when we were saying the C word. Slammed um, on the phone <laughs> on that Aaron Carter tip. She is our new <laughs> social media manager. She's fantastic. She will be on the show even more now. Um... Let's get into it, guys. Uh, Legion of Superheroes. First appearance was, uh, what, Action Comics 247 in April of 1958. Now, what was going on in the world around then? Wow. Okay. TJ, you were were about 35. I was there. I was there. I was was mostly involved in just about all of the Cold War. Exactly. Um, Helped build the wall. Mm. It was good. Trust me. A lot harder than you think. People (laughs) just keep trying to cross back and forth. Communism was not that easy to stand up, I tell you (laughs) Uh, so, Mike, what about you? When did you get into Legion? Oh, probably about 1980 or so. Okay, so a little bit later than when it first came out. Well, yeah, I'm not as old as I look. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who can't see him, he looks like the ripe old age of 37. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Body like Kel-El, mind like Brainiac 5, and a soul that just permeates everything. That was unholy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just want to let you know that. Um, you get for talking shit about any the Bobby Yaga. Yaga jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. The Bobby Yaga coming back to get us. So right. the Legion of Superhero comprising of Lightning Boy, Cosmic Boy, and Saturn Girl. All right, so stop you right there. First off, Legion of Superhero is consisting of nearly everybody in the universe. I'm talking about the origins. I'm not talking about later on the when founders. it's like, you know, we'll Sandlot 5. Okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That was cool, though. I that was that a one. bad movie, Kelsey. No, it wasn't. When they brought the girl in, it's because she was a lady Wait, and she wanted to throw did baseballs. you say five? There were five? I th- actually, I think it was three. Okay. And they're bringing yeah. it back for a Disney Plus streaming series. Yeah. So, uh, along with the Mighty Ducks series, too. I can't wait for mm-hmm. that. That's going to be good. <laughs> so they, they first show up, and most of the time they just show up to Superboy like they're his imaginary friends, and no one else knows about him. Superboy sees a kid. He goes, hey, Superboy. He's like, what the fuck? I'm Clark Kent. And then you know goes and changes into his Superboy outfit. Another kid goes, oh, hey, Clark Kent, how you doing? Tell your parents I said hi, which is menacing. And then later (laughs) on, uh, Saturn Girl's like, we know who you are. She probably didn't say it like that, though. Yeah, she That's how I read it. She goes, where are your papers? No, she didn't say it like that either. (laughs) Probably not like that either. It was 
1958, so it could have been. It could have been, because, I mean, there was was even some goofy stuff on there. Like, in the first time they show up, they have their names written on their costumes in case they forget. Oh, Mm. great change to the modern version. (laughs) It's the style. In a thousand years, it'll just say that. You're a trash man or or venture capitalist. (laughs) My toxic human, and I wear that every day. (laughs) Waste of space. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and the thing too about the Legion of Superheroes They were the first teen team So they paved the way for a lot of um, inspiration for people down the line When they decided to make a group of superheroes in their teenage adolescence And seeing how that group um, interacts with each other So that's what I liked about the series in general Well, add add to that that they they foreshadow the popularity of the uh, X-Men Coming in another couple, Mm -hmm. couple decades Yes. So with the, with the younger younger heroes that are more easier uh, for the audience to empathize with, mm-hmm. you know, so. All right, Miguel, but I got a, I got a question. So you're talking about this team as if it's like intentionally young, intentionally this structured, and inten- intentionally designed to last a long time. But it's my understanding they're like they're a little one off. Uh, right? it, it was not. It was a throwaway. Much like comics themselves, right? There were no intention that these would be archival material. It was, hey, let's crank out 20 pages and that'll hold a little bastard (laughs) for another month and crank out 20 more pages. Yeah, that's true. Unbeknownst to them, weirdos like us, or us here, anyway, were hoarding these things and reading them and building the universe. And oh, well, this this refers back to that. And so all this was accidental. And, And just like that, there was a throwaway story that. They didn't really get the feedback until six months later because of the you know the speed of the Pony Express oh. at the time. Because <laughs> right? it, it, it wasn't just, like now where you were on the internet in, in yeah. registering your displeasure with the latest in. So you had to wait for Star the, Wars or whatever. You, you had to wait for the issue to be published. You had to read the issue, decide you wanted to write a letter, and then yeah. two to three days later it might get to an editor. Well, and then, on then down they down get it, and then day. they instigate that in the the book they're working on now, which is so, coming yeah. out. So you're six, now. Yeah, you're you six gotta, months later. Yeah. You got to wait for the least favorable son of the House of Post Office to be sent in the winter sure. to go bring you sure, a letter that right. says, "Good job, please more." Make sure you have <laughs> make sure you have a penny for that stamp too. Back in the day, Superman himself, Superman himself, right, is covered feature on action comics not again until like number one not again until like number four mm, right, right. Interesting. They, didn't have, they didn't have the feedback that oh this this is big this is changing the face of comics so speaking of superman well, a superboy at the point though when he first meets him they bring him to the future and how far in the future is that well it's a thousand years although early on they were a little fast and loose with that one time <laughs> they said a thousand years and one time they said like 500 time is an illusion i guess so it, it was it, it didn't it didn't <laughs> It didn't concretely become a thousand years until they became almost their own their own uh, series. Okay, right? they were guest appearances and things for a while. But yeah, right. got that's important to note there. there. You can't go back and look at the Legion of Superheroes number one and re- and start at the beginning of Legion of Superheroes. Right, it's Adventure Comics uh, right. 247, but they take them to the future, and I will say the 1950s version of the future <laughs> is awesome. ridiculous. <laughs> is it Jetson style? It, it, yeah. it is very Jetson. It's yeah. very Jetson style, yeah, right. but not in the way that Jetson style evolved to be Futurama, oh, in the yeah. way that Jetson style was for the first pilot episode. Okay. So the way the Jetsons evolved into like uh, the Flintstones. Yeah. Well, okay, which came, with that's that. a whole other podcast, which came first, the Flintstones or the Jetsons? Tune in that on our Patreon bonus episode. So which came first, the Flintstones or the, the Jetsons. Jetsons? Sorry, the Jetsons Spoiler did alert. come first. Totally, um, right. they take them there. And uh-huh. one of the things that stuck out to me when I'm reading this Silver Age stuff is ice cream has nine flavors, and that's it. They're like, whoa! <laughs> well, after the wars, after the big ice cream flavor wars right. in the 27th right. century, maybe they had a People were forced a into of... only seven camps. <laughs> <laughs> That's, they realized yeah. that more than nine flavors will lead to the detriment of mankind. Exactly. Right, and yet we too got, many choices. We got Baskin Robbins here exactly. spitting in the face the of God. Store with me, right? <laughs> that paralysis that. by analysis—that's a real thing. They will be the fall of mankind. If I go to the liquor wow. store and they got Coors Light, Bud Light, Michelob, and Heineken, all right, Michelob, I'm yeah, gone. That's easy. But <laughs> if I go and, and there's a big watch, whoa! It's like Sam seeing the library at the Citadel for the first time. Oh yeah, oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice Game of Thrones pool. Hey, right. Right. I try to forget good. most of that. that I, was, one, I like the way you brought, brought beer into the into yeah. well, yeah. And I like the way that you brought right. beer today. Right. Speaking of right beer. Right your nose, know, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
they keep showing up to Superboy for the most part in the beginning. Like you said, no one knew they were going to be popular. They just kind of show up. And there's many misunderstandings every time. It's like it's almost like time's not written in stone, to quote uh, Dr. Emmett Brown. It uh, It's constantly in <laughs> flux. Nice. But... The, these misunderstandings are lead to 20-page issues, which is just a quick throwaway story. And it, one of my favorite ones, and this is a, a character that does come back later on to play, is Mon-El. Who can tell me about Mon-El? Yeah, I can't tell you a damn thing Well, about a little bit I can tell you about Mon-El comes from me finding about him from the Supergirl TV series. Oh, he um, debuted in season two. It was like a cliffhanger. He, he crash-landed in, um, it's not Metropolis, but wherever his city, she's in. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's a uh, national. City, yeah, national city. And long story short, he's a Datsumite, and they come from a sister planet to Krypton, if I believe. So they have similar abilities, but not all the abilities that Kryptonians gain while being under the yellow sun. And for example, their weakness is the Kryptonite. They actually uh, weak the lead, lead. Yes. like like humans. We can't have too much <laughs> yes. of the stuff. Yes, exactly. But so, why is his name Monel? Because he before she before showing up. To meet Superboy, he had briefly stopped on Krypton. Just and as met a quick Superboy's hello. parents right before the planet was going to blow up. So they said, <laughs> hey, here, have some of our watermarked, our watermarked, uh, our watermarked, uh, uh, Copyrighted trade. <laughs> the writing writing paper. It, anyway, stationary? Have some, have some of my personal stationary <laughs> and get off this planet because it's about to explode. So he's he got like, off I don't know. It doesn't look that then, boomy. Then, you know, he's in, he's in suspended animation or something. Lands on Superboy. Lands at Superboy's planet, Earth, I guess. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah, call yeah, it okay, yeah, yeah, we'll call it Land, Lands in Smallville. And Superboy opens it up and says, oh, that guy is wearing a, a suit that kind of looks like mine. Oh, he's got some paper from the house. He must be my brother. So his last name is L, and oh, you know, today's Monday, so Monel it is. That's it. Monel, buddy. advanced civilization across the galaxy, and the Mon-El. roof is stationary. No wonder they play blew up. Jor was trying to convince them to get up. They, they weren't smart in the first place. We of course they use, stayed. We could use DNA. He could x ray his blood cells. No, this is before bullshit. DNA. This is back when robbers yeah. could go into a place, before shoot the it up, and just get away. Yeah, or nice ask him, uh, I don't know, what does our planet look like? Sure. No, no, well, well he, he had amnesia, conveniently. Um, every time I had amnesia and encountered a superhero and tried to claim that I was from his planet you might have a uncertain amount of nickels yeah. <laughs> close to zero actually so yeah. Superman Closely, thinks he's his brother finds out he's not his brother and thinks oh I'm gonna trick this guy let me paint these lead balls because green. Lead, is, lead is good Lead is great. It was everywhere. It was in the ice cream, all nine flavors. Well, one, the, one of the flavors. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the but paint. He, he, he paints these lead balls green to be like kryptonite. And he's like, oh, hey, look, these are kryptonite balls. We should be getting sick. And he's like, I am getting sick. But he's like, no, you're not, you faker, you dirty rat. You, this is kryptonite. It's lead. You're, it's just painted to look like kryptonite. But he doesn't know this son of a bitch is allergic, basically deathly allergic to lead. And it leads to a whole thing where he's dying. He gets put in the Phantom Zone until later on when he is brought out. Don't worry, Monel. I will spend my every waking hour getting you out of the Phantom Zone. But then he goes on to have all these issues where he goes and does Superboy. years later. <laughs> Sounds good. That's about right. He's, he's busy. He's a busy guy. You know? 1,000 years later, eventually Brainiac 5 gets him out of there. So I, I'd be pretty pissed if I was Monel. Now, Brainiac 5, how does an iteration of one of Superman's worst villains come back to be a founding member of Legion of Superman? Well, in in original Silver Age continuity, they established that Brainiac Brainiac 5 was the descendant of a boy, a Kaluan boy, that Brainiac, the original, who was an android, Mm -hmm. adopted to... You know, make it look like he wasn't an android, I guess. <laughs> and then he was the the iteration that I like best. The way they kind of retroactively explained it best was that hey, Brainiac is a title, yeah, and a title sense. that is given very rarely, such oh. that Brainiac Five in the 30th century is only the fourth person to have been addressed as a lot. How Caesar was a guy's name, oh, yeah. And eventually, it became a job title, and then a salad. And That's then right. a salad. Okay. So uh, we have one of the Brainiac know. Five salads. Oh, I did not know that because I thought every person from his race was a Brainiac. That's what I. Yeah. Okay. He's the smartest of the. So smart. that makes you the Brainiac. Okay. But you knew about Caesar salad though. Oh yeah, I don't fuck with it. It's gross. Okay, okay. Well, I'm, it. I'm sorry. If you like it, you like I, it. Yeah, I don't. I'm a ranch and a different type of guy. I'm messy. 
monsters? <laughs> okay. Does a Brainiac like three last for 250 years until there's a Brainiac four? Uh, well, and again, this is just my particular headcanon. Well, I like your headcanon. But, but that it's it's not. It's it's a just title. There give might us be, more of your There head might be 200 canon. years without a Brainiac. So, and then we might have one now. It's not like, say, Pope, where there's always one. Okay, Again, so, right. this is not official. This is my official. Speculations. Which I like better than, than DC's. So have they ever bridged that gap and explained to Brainiac 2, 3, and 4? Is that just ambiguous? I, at it? one point, Brainiac 4 was Quirrell Doc's Brainiac 5, his mother. Okay. Although that, again... That's been washed away by a couple of reboots, and yeah. I didn't like it, so you know it didn't happen. <laughs> so there's room for a creator to come in, and be like you know what, Brainiac Two is here. Oh well, and, and lead up that, to that. That being said, with with what uh, Bendis is doing right now, is he virtually tore it all down mm. to the structure, and there's similar names and similar characters, but maybe not. We haven't really been introduced to anybody yet. That's true. So they yeah. may or may not be similar. Some of them look very dissimilar. Okay, so is Brainiac, um, not Brainiac, but is Bennis going to bring in the past children version of the Legion because the Legion found out that they weren't doing what they were supposed to do the same way he did with the X-Men? Oh, no, although <laughs> I, I will, and I've, I've pointed this out before, that whole gig was done by the Legion way before it was done by the X-Men. That's true, too. Right, with the, it was Keith Giffen and Tom and Mary Beerbaum were writing it in the 90s with the SW6 okay. match. Yes. So we found out, oh, the Legionnaires, because they had... They had jumped the book forward five years at one point in, in universe time. And, you know, it was a post-war and the Legion had broken up and everybody was on different sides maybe. And so Chameleon Boy says, I'm putting the gang back together. But it's it's a very not superhero book. And then <laughs> there was a big pushback from longtime fans who it was too different. We want different until you give them different. Right. In which case they complain. Which we've seen time we, and again. We complain. Marvel. I yes. complain. I, I don't want to say I'm, I'm innocent. <laughs> Mike, you're anything but innocent. Right. Look at you, you saucy gal. Um, so before we get any further, uh, who who's your favorite Legionnaire, guys? Man, I tell you what. So so I've done extensive research into the Legion of Super. Yeah, something like um, 28 issues? Maybe like 20, and I didn't read them all. That's, <laughs> um, that's a good start. But... Um, and You're basically an expert. I, yeah. I, I don't know anybody else that besides Miguel who knows more about Legion than I do. Um, no, but uh, so the first thing I was struck with was that if if you can't find a favorite among the seven thousand <laughs> members of the Legion of Superheroes, then you have got a, a decision making problem. That's really what you you don't know what you want really. Um, and so naturally, I didn't know what I wanted. And so um, the only thing I, I found, uh, I went exactly opposite, and sure enough, found my favorite, and that's uh, Nemesis Kid. Oh, why? All right, so I like Nemesis Kid. And he comes from, I think, oddly, the polar opposite of everybody else, and that's kind of his power, is that he is the nemesis for whatever situation he's in, for whatever's being acted upon him. Um, and so I think that while it's sort of a catch-all, maybe a throwaway for a specific power, um, I think it lends itself to a little exploration as to you know what exactly he can do or what he can't do and how you're going to get around it. I so. do agree that I feel like he was disturbingly underused for the time yeah. that they, they had him, right? Because he, he shows up. That's what I felt like in the, in the 20, the episode, 20 uh, issues that I, I Well, you here. picked up on something, <laughs> right? He shows, shows up at the very first, the first appearance of Karate Kid and Pharaoh Lad. Danielson? Daniel LaRusso. Well, not that Karate Kid. That crane kid kept him alive for a thousand years. I have a Karate Kid connection here, too. What Mr. Miyagi didn't know was when he fixed his leg, he accidentally made him immortal. I will also point out that Valor more of the Legion was created in the late 60s, long before the Karate Kid movie. So Nothing it, happened before the Karate not, Kid movie. So <laughs> contrary to your popular belief, Miguel, and in it fact, is not was, the source of all things. And in okay. fact, but. was possibly, probably killed off just to avoid confusion with the then upcoming movie. Karate Kid movie. See, I was going to say they didn't so, try to sue for the rights, kind of like the whole Captain Marvel back and forth with them and Marvel. Maybe some money changed hands, who knows? Probably not. But right. Maybe, you know, who knows? We'll so give you some tickets to over... Oh, it's, it's it's probably a combination. Brainiac Five, of course. Bouncing Boy, of course. Bouncing Boy. Matter Eater Lad, of course. <laughs> oh man, that's mine. You can't. You can't okay, well, you can't. Yeah. You can't, you can't share fate. Talk about Bouncing Boy, <laughs> Bouncing Ball Lad guy. Oh, he could. He gained the power to stretch <laughs> into a ball and bounce around. Yeah, I've got course, some issues with Bouncing Boy. As a Boy, sidebar <laughs> of that, he also developed a, a very keen. 
like a pool player's mind of angles and force and to use okay. power. You're going to tell me that that's where they got the idea for Cyclops being that that accurate. With no, 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 no. Professor X made him learn that shit and with Beast's help. That's I could, that's how you can explain that. But as far as the bouncing boy, is that kind of like how Peter Parker just realized how he can make the formula after being bitten by well, a spider? Well, it was, it was relatively it? convenient for the story, sure. <laughs> kind of like how, if you're looking at plot, modern characters, iBoy. iBoy. iBoy, everyone thought was useless, and then he's like, oh, I have like ultra perception of what's going to happen. And I mean, it, it's dumb this, until you're like, well, way. he's a dumb character. Thank you, Jason and Aaron. you need to make it work. So I do have an issue with Bouncing Boy. Is that his name? Bouncing Boy? Bouncing Boy. Chuck Kane of Earth. He ditches work. Oh, no. He has my favorite origin. Tell me about his origin story, Mike. He's an assistant to a professor, and the professor's developing some sort of of formula. Flubber? (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever is in Marcellus Wallace's case. Or the trunk, right. it, you know, it, it doesn't matter what it was, right? Some sort of red herringite, <laughs> unobtainium, unobtainium, yeah. unobtainium. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he's supposed to take it to wherever he's supposed to take it. So he's walking along, going, ah, oh, Robo Gladiator fights. I'm going to go to the Robo, Robo Gladiator fights, of Obviously. course. And I'm going to order a drink. They said it was a soft drink. I assume it was space beer. <laughs> he ordered a drink, sets it down, accidentally drinks the flubber. <laughs> And, oh, my God, it gave me a freakish... I can stretch. And he can stretch into a ball. He can buy something. So, what should I do? Give me a sign, any kind of sign. I should join the Legion of Superheroes. And he gets denied, like, three times, Well, right? he's terrible. Of course he's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> They're like, hold on, you what skipped work and got powers? You, buddy? You're drinking your job. In, in addition to coming to us and admitting you were drinking on your job and not doing your job... And um, just to touch on that. But he saves somebody, and they're like, hey, every every power, we're a group, and every power helps every other power. And yes, you can be part of the A group. broken bouncing boy is right twice a day. Yeah, that's right. And because um, most of the legions of uh, superheroes come from their own home planet. So in other inter- uh, incarnations, has bouncing boy come from a planet of bouncers? No, he has always been a Terran. Okay. And at one point in the one of the reboots, he was one of their, like, uh, 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 command staff, one of their support staff. Okay. No, right? Okay. He, he was, took care of the building, or at one point, uh, Tenzel was the chef. Tenzel is a Yes, Tenzel is married to Lamb. The B list. And yeah, it, 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 is, it is quaint and, and prof- professorial that I think of all these characters by their name. Right? Yeah, because you it's know. Not them. crazy at all. Yeah, now, speaking of Tenzel, Tenzel Cam, that is, Matter Eater Lad, that's my favorite guy, and I did some research on him. Oh, not only does yeah. he come from the planet Bismol, like Pepto Bismol, because he can eat anything, he's never going to get it, you know, sick. Well, his character's just one abysmal because of, of the. One of the factoids about this guy is he can eat any indestructible, even indestructible materials, and you know what's on that list? Superman. He yes. can eat Superman? He can eat yes. Superman. He can take bites of Superman. He could just chomp away well, at Kal-El. I mean, this assumes <laughs> Superman is willing, right? I imagine an unwilling <laughs> Superman what? may not What's be he gonna do? Yeah. Flex? Yeah. No, yeah. He's, he's going to get bitten is what he's going to do. <laughs> Superman Man, ain't a, shit compared to Matter Hero. Is he going to superhero game with a miniseries Legion of Superhero Zombies? Oh, oh he'd be... Un- oh. Well, he's the cause for the zombies. Well, there you he's go. Able to eat. This thing that is writing makes, itself. That's what they should have used for DCs. But DCs was just Marvel... Pre- DC Presents Marvel Zombies, and it was great. Yeah, it was cool. I can't wait for that animated movie. But Matter Eater Lad, uh, he, he, he's first introduced into the Legion. Um, they have a traitor among them. And instead of him sitting there and being like, man, it's not me... He just starts eating the doorway and runs away. Hey, <laughs> you know, the fight or flight kicks in. Kind of what I would have done. I think you mean um, bite or bite flight. Or oh, flight. Very good. Bite or flight. Very good. Oh my hungry, God. hungry hippo. <laughs> what about you, Kels? Um, I would just go, um, just say, keep it real basic, just off a of power set alone. It would be lightning lad. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, oh. not, it's not shocking. You know. Best, ah! best, best costume in the yeah. Legion. But you know, that's yeah. what Storm made in most comics. No. But if we're going to go into how the Legion created everything, without the Legion, we might not have got the X-Men. And without the Legion, we definitely wouldn't have got the Shi'ar Imperial Guard. Kind of like how without Michael J. Fox, uh, we wouldn't have uh, Johnny B. Good. Or or, or Lone Pine's Mall. That's right. Yes. (laughs) But, no, I I definitely give him credit for um, a lot of that. Because I I think that's a good segue into talking about the inspiration of the Shi'ar Empire, um, Galactic Guard, um, like how you have Gladiator. Superboy. 
Yep, who was Superboy. Yep. Oh I believe, my god! I believe his name was a Kel Ark. Yep, Kel Ark. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, a- <laughs> that's yeah, that's the guardian's real name is Kel Ark. So it's like, funny. yo, if you even know it, it's right there in the name because um, David Cockrum, I believe, was the draw- the artist for Legion before he came to Marvel, and he used them as a homage to his work back with DC. So thank you for that. Not to be confused with the Cochran from uh, the OJ yeah, trials. exactly. Or Cochran's in general. Or ah, more importantly, yes. Zephram Cochran, the developer of uh, yeah. Trans Warp Speed. Now, I, I am always really... Engaged. Uh, war- sorry, Warp Speed. <laughs> uh, I, I never want to bring up the OJ stuff because last time I did, both of you started rhyming for like 20 minutes. Oh yeah, that did happen. <laughs> If you can bring something up that makes me start rhyming, yeah, you got a problem. Kels, we just got to say, hey, good morning. And right, right, they start yeah. rhyming. Because yes. he speaks jive? It's in my DNA. <laughs> but I've been speaking jive since 75. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's what she said when she seen my bod. I was like, yeah. Boom. You yeah. started it. So bring it back around. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. Uh, from the Silver Age stuff to, to the 80s, when it really started getting back into it, it's a very different book. Like at this point, well, well, all, of com- all of comics have changed. All of comics. But eighties was also that time when you know everyone was gritting their teeth and saying things like "damn it" <laughs> or "psych." <laughs> well, Goddamn they, they, they do when they go to the, the five year gap. With the, it's called the five year yes, gap because yes. they stop publication about three months pass and then a new book starts. But in their universe, five years had passed and it drops you in there trying to figure out something bad has happened. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Group's broken up and. There was a war between two of the planets, and so some of the Legionnaires were on opposite sides of others. A Legionnaire civil war. Mm. Well, no. Legionnaires caught up in in national or planetary wars. Okay, Mm. okay. Forced forced to fight for their planet against their friends from other planets. Brother against brother. Ah. Brother in arms. Do you think it, it needed to change as drastically as it did in the 80s? Or did it? is there something to be said about how, I, I don't want to call it hokey, but almost wholesome the original stuff was? Well, yes and yes. I mean, I think that's not mutually exclusive. exclusive. I I did really like the, the big change and the difference. And, and I don't think that means the other way was bad. But I think it means maybe things can't, this book can't stay the same right, for right, right. years. That's that, that at a certain point it has to... Uh, you know, from the, the, the purely mercantile point, it has to sell books. Mm-hmm. So it has to appeal to people. And so different things appeal to people in the 40s and the 60s and the 80s. And so you do have to change with it. And I think there's a generational shift as well, right? Because you got well, fo- folks reading in 1960, or 1958 anyway. And then, um, I mean, naturally those, those guys are going to age out. They're going to go get jobs. They're going to go die in coal mines or as you do wars, yeah. you know, whatever just the, the theory had used to especially with uh, Mort Weisinger the editor of, of the Superman family of books which this falls mm-hmm. into uh, had a very famous you know idea that hey you know people age through in about six or eight years so every six or eight years we can just recycle these stories and uh, little bastards will never know the difference exactly. <laughs> I, I may be paraphrasing thank, thank but god that's for those bastards that's pretty much yes. it and so you know if you we all want, were once from one. this point of view have the opportunity to to have a new modern version of the book but also still have the old stuff now, i still like reading the old stuff and you know, planetary ice cream and it's quaint <laughs> right. at best but but it it's not something you can read brand now. Exactly. <laughs> Planetary chance machine. Now, I will say there's some it. stuff in those old books that did not sit quite right with me. Uh, and it, it, the Legion was in it. This is too tough for the, a girl. <laughs> like the, what? The Legion was in just one part of this story, but it was still in the Legion Silver Age book. And Supergirl wants to hook Superman up with someone. And so they go to the Legion party. She tries <laughs> to set him up with someone. It's unfair, and then, it's unfair <laughs> to attack the Legion on this. As, as that's about what goes on every third or fourth season. Sure, but let's, story. let's get into the meat of the uh, incest that is whoa, uh, this whoa, book. I think Clark was Different trying to get in the meat of it. Different She's She's trying to find someone for Clark. Oh, sorry. And Clark's like, oh, you know, if I ever got married, I'd hopefully be someone as sweet as you. And he's holding her chin, and she's like, oh, you know incest is wrong. And he's like, I know it's wrong. Verbatim? So, no, no. Okay, I was like, <laughs> no. Daniel's just gone off into the story that was going on. Verbatim? What Superman says is, 
sure, there are some places on Earth where we could get married. But <laughs> Kentucky, <laughs> Utah, Alabama. Alabama. Uh, but then instead, she goes to this big giant screen, and she uh, finds another planet with a woman that looks just like her, but older, and says, there you go. And he's like, gee, that's awful keen of you there, cuz. And then he goes off to go find this woman. <laughs> while Supergirl is watching on the screen. I hate it, and it's bad. Yeah, that's nasty. I mean, it's that's, that's more a Supergirl this, thing. This <laughs> they were, so I like this stuff. And the Supergirl oh, stories wait, are the what? ones that are... Hold on, Miguel. Hold on. You're going to need to clarify. The Mark Weisinger the, edited books of the 60s. So, okay. incest? He did quote well, Game of Thrones a little I earlier. I did quote Game of Thrones. Cool. And maybe that's cool on Krypton. Maybe Krypton's really the he Alabama cult, of the space Culturally. We, we can't judge. We can't judge the 31st when century. When your planet is blowing up, you look for the quickest option. Hey. <laughs> so, now, now let's talk about that. Physically, perhaps, she was thinking, I may be the only woman on Earth who has the fortitude and stamina okay. a la to She-Hulk and Bruce re- Banner and Old Man Logan. Mm-hmm. With Superman, there may not be another woman in the world with that, that, that can physically stand up to their vigorous mating ritual. Yeah, fair you mean, enough. You mean like super sperm. Or would would a red solar condom work for a Superman? First off, a solar condom is not going to seem that much radioactive. One. I'm just saying, like for Clark, I don't think it would be an issue. Or maybe that would not allow him to do his business. To mess. Exactly. So, so going forward from how the weird it was super in the sun. back to where it is in the future. <laughs> Tune into the next episode when we start talking about super sex. That's on Ooh. our Patreon. A bonus episode about Mary Jane Watson dies from spider semen. Yeah. There it is. Um, so with what's going on with the comic books now, uh, Brian Michael Bendis has stepped into the DC role from Marvel. He came over, he's doing a lot of Superman stuff. And uh, he just did a two-part miniseries, Legion of Superheroes uh, Millennium. Yeah, uh, so th- this is my actual first real introduction to Legion of Superheroes. And so this is the, the Legion of Superheroes Millennium, um, I think, right? Yeah, uh, yes. issue one and two, um, where Rose Thorne uh, ends up... Rose and Thorne. Rose and Thorne, excuse me, because she is two different people. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is. Um, respect that. It's, it's, it's an interesting book because it doesn't actually describe what is happening. It's just sort of the, the symptoms of what's happening. So it says, and then this happens in the world, and she's involved in the world in a little bit. And then this happens in the world, and she's involved a little bit. Obviously moving forward in time, jumping decades as it goes, uh, maybe hundreds of years, over a couple of issues, right. uh, she ends up in the 31st century. About, yes. you know, a thousand years in the future, and here's where she comes up and, and says, here's what happened. And so she, she gets to take all of the knowledge she's learned, every, and because she came from the from today, right? Yeah, and, she and uh, she talks to like a, a president, Supergirl, or Superwoman at that point. I don't know what her title is, right. but um, Kara, she's there, and she's like, I remember you. You fought against heroes and villains, and they were all trying to put you down. Right. But as with Rose and Thorn, she when she turns into Thorn, she loses a lot of time. Wakes up in another century. Right. She we, we saw her through Batman Beyond. We saw her through Commandi. We saw her cool influence these, Booster these Gold. Right. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. In she the, really in the gets around. No, in she was, sense, she was really kind of in one spot. She didn't really get around so much. Oh. Around, around gets to her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's a theory of relativity, relative right. bonus. But I, I, I know <laughs> with some folks, um, present company included, uh, calling this a Legion of Superhero book was not necessarily accurate. It was a, it was a stretch. It was a setup. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they we're, we're, we're setting the table for what we're doing with, with our... our New writer and entirely new sure, take on him. Sure. So I understand, although I felt, I don't want to say cheated, but I was disappointed that you oh, were the angry. Said, oh, there's no Legion in it. All right, next month. Oh, the Legion books. Oh, there's still no Legion, Legion. in it. <laughs> well, then you got to Legion number one. Which was fantastic, I thought. Had a holy ton of Legion in it. <laughs> I had, it did. If, 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 if anything, maybe to its detriment. Uh, well, <laughs> Too much. And, and I'm not complaining, but, but, but they're at. In the first issue, it seemed like they were trying to have them all in every panel. Yeah, they were trying to do as like many. Like as if they were, you know, just 20 people in a group shuffling from one thing to another. Okay, now get over here to do this. When you got 7,000 uh, trying. They're trying to introduce them all at once, and oh, now we'll figure out next issue. Oh, that guy's name is Colossal Boy, and that's I Dr. really Fame. dig. You mentioned earlier how they all had their names on their chests yeah. right, in the original series. They it, they address that and in this, there nicely. I think it's excellent, because aside from being like the Mickey Mouse Club, like, I'm Annette, I'm Cubby, I'm Britney Spears. I'm Justin. 
Timberlake. I'm JC Sarzan. We're gonna date later, and it's gonna be amazing. No, they they don't do that. What? No, they Britney and Justin never did it. Oh, you talking about them? Oh, my fault. I had another shit in my mind. Go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> it's cool. Uh, so instead of, of having names on their chest, which is just fine, they have names hanging out behind them in like this laser holographic oh, sort of a grid that has their name. When you have the ring, where they're from. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then loose what their powers are and, and Superboy's powers it's, is it's, super everything <laughs> it's 31st century facial recognition yeah, exactly. nobody it. likes it I love it nobody likes it but it's there so one of the big differences uh, that I like about this book is it's not a young Kal-El instead it's a young John uh, right. Jonathan Kent, Kent. Jonathan Kent yes. who we've seen in Adventures of Super Sons he was introduced after uh, Rebirth when the original yep. Superman pre-crisis came in and took over the mantle yeah. of the New 52 and well, it, it solves relatively elegantly the problem of you want to have things in the 21st century you want to have Superman change but not really yeah. change well and I guess I guess so that we takes do a, this and now he has some but we can shift him off to military school in the thirty first century that, but, and not that, worry cadet, about people picking cadet, this up. Cadet Kelly his ass. Cadet Kell. <laughs> yeah. Cadet Kell L C write that shit down, mail it to yourself. Somebody's gotta copyright that. For real. All right. Uh, no, so it, that was one of the things with the the one offs in nineteen fifty eight. You know, you got the, the, the folks coming back from the thirty first century. Can even anybody count to the number thirty one besides Baskin Robbins? <laughs> no, right. so, well, at least until the wars come. So the point is that, that way in the future, literally in a thousand years, anything could happen. So you can take a character in one direction, and I assure you in a thousand years they can come right back and have no impact to the timeline. Sure. In this case, though, yeah. I really, really dig it. They take Rose, much to Miguel's chagrin, but to, they take Rose and they walk her through a thousand uh, years. No, I didn't mind it. I just... Thought it was mispacked. She hated the fact that it was woman centric. That's right, the ladies. I like to be woman centric. Yeah. God damn it! Every time misleadingly packaged and marketed. She problem. Your disappointment has been registered with Rose. I have more disappointment. Don't worry. Okay, there's more to come. Um, Every week, new comics come out. I am excited for Miguel's disappointment that will hit the stands. You're excited for his disappointment. Yes, because he's very good at articulating it. That's excellent. Yeah. But, but I do like, I like at least how this uh, iteration of Legion of Superheroes, it brings you forward. You have a common thread all the way from the from the past to the front. What they've done really well, I think, is thrown a bunch of big things at you really fast. Hey, here's Earth. Ooh, yeah, no, it doesn't yeah. look like you remember oh, it. Oh, Earth man. is fucked. And, oh, yeah, there's a Gotham And Venice is good with that. He's like, and, here's all this crazy stuff. And they're tying in... <laughs> And this is always kind of risky, I suppose, but they're tying it in pretty tightly to current continuity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? There's, there's immediately, somewhere. there's a connection yes. to Batman, and, and and Damian may be visiting. That's for I can't wait long. for that to happen. I'm, I'm excited for Damian to be anywhere. The 31st He's going to pop up and like, they, and this they, is your friend? <laughs> and Damian's still going to be younger, because yeah, yeah. uh, John aged up by being in space right. with his grandpa. Mm-hmm. So just seeing little Damian just looking at everybody like, what is this? <laughs> that's that's it. There's he also... eats anything, even your father. <laughs> Come on. <man. laughs> tighter, tighter connections to uh, Aquaman in the very first issue. Right. Oh, interesting. Oh. Uh, connection to Thanagar is promised coming mm. up. So, so that we're going to see a lot of the 21st century DC universe, right? The space part of the DC hmm. universe in the 31st century DC universe, which we haven't really at all, right? There's Doctor Fate is in the group. How that oh, happens, oh. I don't know. There's oh, some sort of lantern in the group. I was just about yeah. to bring that out, too. Yeah. I might have to start now, reading one, one of the things with that is that I, I really appreciate about the Legion of Superheroes is uh, almost every one of the nine million you know Legionnaires <laughs> are their own personalities. They're not analogs of heroes that came beforehand. They even look at the trident like, it's from the past. I'm a little leery of that. I don't want this to become a thing that's, that's oh, it's a whole bunch of legacy characters. No, nope, I want the first century. But that's what the Legion is. is. They're, they're their own it's entities. It's going to be, Miguel. You may as well oh, just like be, stretch beforehand, be get ready. And there's a happy medium. Yeah. Uh, there was okay. a time in the 90s when they had uh, a Captain Marvel, but from the Legion's future, who traveled back in time to go Dude, to her meetings, cool. yeah. while Superboy from the Legion's past traveled forward. I thought that was an interesting take mm-hmm. with a character you've already established as a... A potential legacy character. So you want them Thunder. to be C-C- the C-C- Legion C-C- and not the Justice League 
3,000 uh, 31st it, century Justice ooh, exactly. League. Especially yeah. because that Justice League 3,000 did make me angry for an example. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the comparisons. See, I didn't know that, that was a landmine I was stepping is on. There, my is bad. Is there a comic <laughs> that you like in this store? There's there are a lot lots, of them. There's a lot of them up there. Because there's right. his Pretty stuff. much everything written before like 1966. <laughs> so that is one of the things I like compared to Marvel's future where 2099 is kind of where it always stops and you get the Doctor Doom of 2099, the Spider-Man of 2099, basically future yeah. versions of these teams. I guess that's true. You got Saturn Girl, you got Lightning Lad, you've got their own people. Yeah, they started in you know like uh, memory of all the good things Superman did, but they were still their own you know team. They you got Chameleon Boy, you got Matter Eater Lad. There was never a Matter Eater Lad in the Justice League. Like, what's the closest thing they had to that? Nothing. Because they didn't go to Bismarck. <laughs> but de- but de- but depending on the writer, they might have. They might maybe have. Vol- maybe Volstag the voluminous at Marvel. That's <laughs> so, those two, I want to see those two in a hot dog. The eating, eating contest, contest that would be I, awesome. I gotta tell you that all their names are phenomenal. Phenomenally consistent, so anyway. That sounded like sarcasm. It sir. was a little bit <laughs> of sarcasm. Sarcastic. Sarcastic. Everybody, everybody was boy or lad or lass or kid. Yep, that's right. Everybody boy. was their power or something equally as obvious. And gender and assignment. Then, and then lad or gal or man Mass or something. Boy. And so it. I suppose if I had 7,000. Heroes. In well, this then you city. start a guy. Then you have to start naming characters like Wildfire and Dawn Star because they ran out of yeah. Clorox. Uh, I mean, they, they, they could be Ajax. Mad, they Ajax. Could be Matter Eater Lad Six. Like a Yahoo <laughs> email account for crap. Well, okay, there was Matter Eater Lad <laughs> underscore sixty nine. <laughs> that, that's not a good. Eat. eat anything. You don't even want to eat that. Um, that's not right. So that's gonna hurt. <laughs> We've seen the beginnings of where the Legion are coming into this uh, Arrowverse almost with Supergirl. And I know that yeah. you've watched Supergirl a bunch, Kels. Yes. How is that representation on there? How does it compare to what we've seen in the comics? Um, I would say it's a little slightly true just because, you know, every, um, adaptation. Yes, yeah, the multiverse is easily it's going to be different from the comics so they can make it its own thing. So, of course, it's Supergirl's show. So it has to make it more focused on Supergirl. So in that show, like I brought up, Monel was introduced on that, and then he had to flee Earth because it was poisoned by lead in the atmosphere because they had to defeat this um, army of Detsamites because his mom was mad that he was in love with Carr and the Kryptonians yeah. and all. Naturally. Yeah, sure. CW, right. you know, Got young it. adult dramas. So he went to the future, <laughs> unbeknownst himself, because he happened to go through a wormhole that went off course. I hate when that happens. I know, right? So he comes back and basically he joins the Legion in the future and he tells them the stories of Supergirl and she inspired him to be the best hero that he could be so he brought that to the future with him so when they came back there's this whole little underlying tension because he was in love with her she was in love with him but now that he's been in the future for maybe like Four to five years. Forty-five years? Four to five. I'm sorry. Sometimes my accent comes out and I slur everything together. And plus, we've been drinking this delicious-ass brew tonight. So, he was with Saturn Girl at the time. So, Saturn Girl, not even being a, being a psychic, she knew there was something up. So, it was that cl- cliche moment. like, oh, did you read my mind? She's like, I didn't have to read your hey. mind to know that there was something here. Hey, yada, but, yada, yada. Daniel, I mean, this brings in like the thousand-year rule, right? It's not cheating if it's a thousand yeah, years. Oh, right? No, no, no. It's not cheating because it was on a break. And <laughs> Literally. A break. Don't be a telepath. Unless Don't you're Scott Summers. Telepath. You got a point there. Got Unless you're Scott Summers. No, Scott Summers doesn't need to do any more telepaths. So, but he will. Here's the thing. Sometimes you need to... Not necessarily lie, but not tell Don't the entire truth. Exactly. <laughs> partial credit. Partial if you're credit. dating, if you're dating Jean Grey or Imra Ardeen, probably not going to work out so well. Right. So one <laughs> no, of the things I want to get to as we're coming to closer to the end of this, we're not we're not we're not quite there, but as we're getting there, um, what do you guys want to see with the future of the Legion? Like, I mean. Story-wise, would you rather it get its own show, kind of like Legends of Tomorrow, or just stay as a, uh, I guess, a story device for Supergirl? So, so I, I think it needs to stay. Okay, if you're talking about just television, I'm talking about all of it. Okay, so in the comic books, I think it needs to stay as a comic book here for just a little bit. Sure. Right? Give it like twelve issues or so, like that. Let some readership get in, get involved who aren't as old as I am or as Miguel here that didn't read it back in the original. On the other hand, the we have to Greek. manufacture new readers for this thing. That's right. Mm. Well, so I mean, I've done my part. No, so we got to get the readers. Have get mutants the face. Face. Exactly the the birthing <laughs> pods get gold balls, aka egg in this. So we got we got to get the base first, and then if you want to start a television series, I think it's it's 
absolutely ripe for it. The irony now is it will be seen as, oh, it's just copying Guardians of the Galaxy. Of course. Uh, even well, though they far pre- Make it Guardians, Guardians meets X-Men. Well, I mean, Marvel and DC have constantly been stealing ideas from each other. So it's and making each other better. Yeah, yeah. That's true. But, uh, but it's, I understand, but it's, uh, it's a... Uh, it's a sore spot for me. Of course. That the X-Men has stolen all of all of the Legion's rightful glory. Are you going to cry? Uh, stolen or made? Okay. Man, let's go. <laughs> cry. This is an X-Men podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were founded <laughs> on the X. I we will die by the X. Very, very amount time. Got to bring in the animated series. So, I don't know. For me, I'd like to see them do an actual... TV series, but all uh, the old Justice League one, where it kind of focused on different members of their huge Justice League. United. Wait, last time. And that's, and that's how you do that. You have a big group, and then you focus on five members this this mm-hmm. this, this you, episode or this story. Do you do it in the future? You keep it in the future. Oh, no, it needs to be in the future. If it's in the future, it absolutely I mean, how do you not introduce 7,000 people? You do. Easy, you don't. No, you do. What I'm saying is, like, the Justice League animated series... You have the whole roster. They're there. Maybe they're in the background. Exactly. And we're looking at these but five But then this characters. time, I'm following the question. A lot of Justice League Unlimited. That's you what start I'm saying, off with yeah. the first Justice League. You set your core group. Then you bring in, like, three seasons later, you start introducing and weaving in new and older people. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Know. There's, there's a way to, to do how, it. I'm going to have to see how this comic book Because they actually out. have a cartoon, if you haven't checked that out. It's, it's right. decent. It was a well, decent Saturday And with cartoon. the comic book, it's it got was, nowhere it to go bad. but, you know, like... To Gotham's planet, you know, planet right, Gotham. Right. What's going on there? Uh, you know, what's going to happen when Damien comes to visit and sees, wait a second, what? how many Batman do you need to, you know, cover Damien a whole city, planet? it's just a little place. Why, <laughs> it's it's like, why is Dick so big? That's what. It's not even All Damien right. City. It's a little bar <laughs> outside of Nightwingsburg. No, so the, 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 the Damien's are uh, asylum. <laughs> The, the difference between old Legion of Superheroes and what's going on now is that they're using the the Matrix, uh, the paradigms from the past, mm-hmm. in order to explain the current Legion. Sure. So that that gives readers and and those, well, anybody new to the series, there that gives them a frame of reference. To We're start assuming from. you know who Batman is, right? Exactly. And what they're so doing now, because we sure. we what we do know from DC Comics, those who have been keeping up, is we have another crisis coming up. Of course, yeah, it is summertime. It is summer. summer. It's, it's, summer, it's summertime. It's co- Listen, the Venusians are (laughs) We're not talking about Venusians, we're not talking about Valiant Thor. We're talking about um No. There's always gonna be a a There's another crisis crisis coming coming up. It'll be in the summertime. Do you think that's gonna tie in with what we're seeing with the Legion? Of course. So then they're locked into going along with what's going on. You know, in past years they've they've consciously uncoupled continuity in the 30th, mm. 30th century from the 20th century. Right, right. So they didn't really have to, if something was going on here, it didn't have to tie in with the Legion because there are a thousand years oh, Right, in the, in and the you also get the, like I said before, Doc Brown element of time is well, constantly being rewritten. It has, to, it has to be a time thing, and, and, and that's something they've addressed more now than they had back then with what's their... Yeah. Uh, contribution and footprint has been on Doomsday Clock. So it was a way earlier it was a way to dodge continuity. Yes. And now they're they're using it to tie continuity to to mm. the future present. Future. And I mean we are we are seeing that kind of recently with DC uh, you were just saying Doomsday Clock where we saw Doctor Manhattan change in the past to line up with current events. Sure. Exactly. So how my, now my question is if his life is supposed to quote unquote end with him with his first interaction with Superman <laughs> How does he directly affect the Legion of Superheroes if he can't well, he see past? Exactly. Yeah, if he can't you see past that, that in there, he already has. Yeah, the, the one that starts with the ring in space, and that's Feralad's ring oh. from when he killed the Sun Eater. But then there wasn't Feralad, so he wasn't there to do that. Oh, okay. And then the uh, uh, Emma Ardine, the Saturn girl that was in uh, uh, Arkham Asylum mm-hmm. from the beginning. Yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, it looks like she's going to play a role, and then oh. She just disappears. disappears. Yeah, so stuff Not feeling is happening so good, to Mr. Stark. Was, <laughs> was Dr. Manhattan able to see the changes in the future or just... Were know they, were that they st- played a part somehow from people think, coming to the past and talking right, about I think it. not. And then, and then also, from do we know his life ends or does his 
meta being life in it. Now he's just a valid point. Right, valid right. point. I mean, the only thing we know is that he can't Who see knows? past yes, that yes. point. That doesn't necessarily mean he dies. Or maybe as in most is. I mean, that's a, that's the, the whole. It's scheduled for December 28th, so probably it won't be out till next October. It's December so we've, got plenty, <laughs> we've got plenty of time to get another show December 18th? 18th, sorry, 18th. Yeah, which is why this I keep year? asking yeah. if the store is going to be open on Christmas Day. No. We're yeah. not open on Christmas mm-hmm. Day. Can nope. I open the store on Christmas Day? Nope. You can break into wherever you want. <laughs> okay, I guess that's right. fair. It's freedom. <laughs> and, yeah, and so I think that I think we all really, really hoping for something awesome at a Doomsday Clock Twelve, and we're all going to be universally disappointed. Of course, yes. Of course. Okay, uh, hopefully, we get Black Adam, Superman team up. You know, they kept mentioning the what was it the Superman theory mm-hmm. with all yep. that going on. So hopefully, maybe him fight something. They all come together somehow to tackle Doctor Manhattan. But right, who knows? So ideally, let's just let's get to some wrap up question. I want you guys to really think about it. If you had to pick three Legionnaires to be the headliners of your team for whatever it is, TV, like let's say they get their own TV show later on, who do you want an episode focused on? What's the episode you're going to care the most about with which three Legionnaires? I don't care about what what they're doing, but which three Legionnaires? Oh, okay. I'll take a stab at this, having maybe known If you say negative, lad, three times, he appears and punches you in the face for being lazy (laughs) with your answers. Yeah. I am am the antithesis of laziness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, okay. So I think we got to have Saturn Girl because of boobs. Um, Wow. You want to try that one again? No, no, no. He's right. right Boob sale. Boob sale. sale. It's true. If you're going to get... I mean... So look, let's look. You want to try that one again? <laughs> no, let's look at episode number one of Supergirl. They had to put her costume together, right? And what do they have to do? Kels, help me out. What do they have to do? Several different iterations of her costume, and then sure enough, they have this one, this skimpy one. Like, oh gosh, I can't wear this. That's not right. That's yes. exactly from the Supergirl uh, comics, right? Cliche, but it works, Boom. and it sold. You gotta, let, right? you gotta let the audience know she has a body. That's right. That's right. And that's and we gotta let I completely them know that, disagree that they're that the Legionnaires are sexy. I think that's got to be a tagline. Mm-hmm. Matter Eater Lad is sexy, but that's not the point. To you. <laughs> Bouncing Boy is hot. To Sex trot, sales. Yeah. Sex sales. No, and then I think I think we're going to have to have some sort of a Superboy, mon John, somebody, whomever. Okay. Whoever that turns out to be. So some super uh, person. You need a brick. <laughs> yeah, I'm not well, talking about, you know, not talking about of... making the team. I'm talking about, you said three people to, to start this off, mm-hmm. right? And then I think we need to have the flashy lightning lad. Okay. Because I think that's a power that's easily understood and is easily used, flashy enough, effective for whatever dilemma they're going to get in for the first episode. And then after that, God knows, pick from 7,000 different people. So I like the thinky characters, so Brainiac 5, but then you want to balance them with the, the less cerebral characters, so Ultra Boy. And then, okay, somebody pretty to look at who's also thinky Dream Girl. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and that's a nice way of putting it instead of saying boobs. God damn it. That's because I'm Sometimes classy. You got, yeah, that's because you're classy. classy. That's because Mikkel is classy. Jesus. <laughs> Kelsey. <laughs> All right, so for me, it will be a, a direct spinoff of the Supergirl um, TV series. So it will star Supergirl, Monel, and Brainiac 5. And it will be about who murdered Saturn Girl. That would give them the reason to bring Carr from the past to the future. And also gives okay. you that opportunity to set up more of the... Cara, Monel, Monel showing like, hey, this is the future. I'm like, oh my God, these are statues of me. Like, yeah, because I talked about you, so, so not I, here. I would just like for... to see that riff because traditionally Supergirl and Brainiac 5 have been an item. So that would maybe make a nice triangle. Yeah. And there's exactly. your story. Beat. Like the one on his there's head. your story. Exactly. Because like he in... made he made a sex he made a sex robot of Supergirl one time. His subconscious. Who has Who hasn't? I need to be reading fine. this book then. Holy I'm cow! Because like in the, uh, I'm glad you brought it up. Because in the Justice League <laughs> Unlimited, <laughs> no, like in the Justice League Unlimited episode uh, number ten of the second season, that episode was about Kara going to the future because she didn't have a place in the present and. Her and Brainy just hit it off, so that'll oh. be something to see too. Because right now, Brainy on Supergirl is in love with Dreamer, so just to see maybe him start to feel away towards Kara and the future and all that—that'd be very interesting. Yeah, some of those so that's just not going to translate. Though. Sure. Uh, so you're you're always going to have to blend them, like you're talking about. Yeah. Different different people are going to be liking or sleeping with different others. And it's always a, a different adaptation, so you always yeah. are free to like shake well, it up. Well, because a in, in, in the '80s, correct me if I'm wrong, Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl. 
They had a kid. They got married, and yes, they did. So it turned then, out they had two kids, but Darkseid stole right. one of them and sent them to the past to be raised into being. We haven't even guy. talked about bad guys. Exactly. Oh my god. All right, let's keep. It's our oh, podcast. Podcast. We can do what we want. I literally to do. haven't even got to my answer. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> we try that again. Turn into the second hour for villains. Oh, we can wrap this up in one. Yeah. Go Ooh. ahead, Daniel. I'd really like to hear your answer. God damn it. For me, <laughs> I would like to see Cosmic Boy Lightning Lass, and I'd like to see, like... Lass, okay. Yeah, his why sister. Lass? It's his sister. I know, I know that that's why she's well, I'm, like, I'm getting why. to that. Okay, my boss. <laughs> I'm going to pump it. my brain. Every time, every week. <laughs> you, you play think, patty cake you'd think you'd and don't flip a table. <laughs> In the same way you don't flip have a table anything boy. to follow, Kelsey, when he does his <laughs> intro. Right. I don't right. expect you guys to come in every time I'm doing my answers. That's right. Fucking hell. It would be Cosmic Boy, Lightning Lass, and Matter Eater Lad. And of course I'm going to put Matter Eater Lad on there because I love him and I want to see a live action, some guy just eating his way out of any situation, even if it's through a, a wall of Superman. Um, <laughs> and I'd like the story to see... Well, it's pretty funny. I'd like that the story a different kind of... To reflect on the fact that Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl are off. They've gotten married. Maybe they're, you know, trapped somewhere. But Lightning Lad, his sister, comes in being like, ah, I can handle this. So I really like the idea about, about having... Uh, Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl off elsewhere. That's a graduated class. It gives a sense of continuity and a, a, cha- a natural changeover mm-hmm. to be expected in there if the series goes for a long time. Which you can get away a lot easier in a group with this large of a cast. I agree. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It allows you to be able to do that, move characters in it, but not wholesale change the whole group every two That's years. Right. Well, and it can come in, you know, with the whole, it's been established, but you didn't see how it was established. Right, I like that right. idea. True that. And, like, we spent a lot of time talking about the Legion of Heroes, but we really didn't focus on the villains because it's hard to be a, hello, a hero without anybody to fight against. And the Legion has done a thing that most heroes in this DC universe have never been able to accomplish, and that was to take down Darkseid. And, uh, Mike, would you like to talk about well, that? The trick is to wait a thousand years till he's old and tired. That's so it. Right. Is that how that happens? That's how we're going to take out TJ. That's right. <laughs> so one more year? One more year. Word. Damn. <laughs> One but more year. The, the setup that <laughs> had been that he had been sleeping, you know, he'd been in some sort of suspended animation waiting for somebody to rise, raise him back up. Apocalypse style? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, very apocalypse Pretty style, much. yes. Although probably predates that, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I'm not positive on that one, so I'm not going to actually dig there. I'm no sure problemo. <laughs> but anyway, so he's, he's, he's raised and, and he raises... Clones of it turns out like Superman is one of clone oh. that he raises. How does he and have like, access to all this at that oh, point? Oh, I don't know. He's been around a thousand years. And he, Mister Sinister. Sister, yeah. yeah, he had a Sinister. What's mm-hmm. that little like, dude that works play, with him? Play time oh, to stock like, up on all this crap, like, right? The dude get, with the, I don't know his name. You can get just about anything on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> but, in, but anyway, then they fight, but not before he terraforms. All of Daxam into being his head. Daxam being where, uh, where Monel is from. from. Exactly. Wow. Planet of, of Kryptonian types. That's a nice way to Kryptonian bring that back type. around, too. Hey. That's, hey. Wait, Finish it up. Oh, how'd they defeat Darkseid? The power of friendship. That's probably uh, Care Bear Stare. Uh, Care Bear Stare. Unblinking, unfaltering. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got the Daxamites to turn back against him. And again, so now you have a planet full of, of Supermans. Who are now angry that they try you trash their planet? So <laughs> you know he kind of loses control of the situation. Well, yeah, pretty much. And so they did just punch him in the mouth pretty, until he pretty said, much. "All right, I'm gonna go back to sleep." Yeah. <laughs> See you really? in another yes, thousand years. A couple it's of years like when later. you're a kid and your cousin's sleeping over and he's snoring too loud. You just gotta fucking put a pillow over him. On yeah, his maybe <laughs> maybe maybe five or six years later, there's a sequel story called The Quiet Darkness, Ooh. and it's a way. More subtle, it's a way more manipulative behind the scenes dark side. Like the silent war with the evil. Oh, there you go. Write that down, mail it to yourself. Marvel or DC is going to be copyrighted in here. DC will take all of our ideas. I'll just exactly. make notes of everything. Okay. Right. Um, so we're, we're here at the end of the show. And uh, final thoughts, guys Legions of Su- Legion of Superheroes. What, what do you want from it going forward, story wise? Do you want it to be more team based? Do you want to see a more of a core group? Uh, as far as storytelling goes, what kind of adventures do you want this group to go on? I, so, uh, as a newcomer to the group, there, I, I think that the way the Legion of Superheroes is going right now in this new series, I, I like it. Um, I hope they don't go way too outrageous, like just claiming there's some sort of new technology or magic or something like that that'll solve every problem that that the reader couldn't see ahead of time. Um, and so. I think right now they got it set up with a pretty nice bounded story uh, area. I like it. I want to see it go forward, so I'm going to be buying it. 
Oh, I I am the exact opposite of somebody who's been reading it forever. But I do agree. I do agree. And I, I think I'd like to see more character-driven stuff um, and, and not feel like you have to have the whole group in every panel and every issue. That's right. So they can be in the background and we can focus on this handful this month, next month. Then they can be in the background and we can focus on some more. I'd like to see that. And whether I'd like it or not, and I think I, I do like it, I'd like to see them exploring the 31st century version of the yeah. current DC universe. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I want to see more... Uh future um, effects of stuff that we haven't seen happen in the past yet, like with Aquaman's Trident, I want them figuring out what happened. You know, yeah, we've got Rose and Thorne who's Mm. filling in the blanks, but I want that mystery element of, wait, hold on, why did it end up this way? And she's seen all of it, because with that uh, two-issue miniseries, I don't want that to be a one-off for a character that I'm not going to care about now. I want right, her right. to actually well, come in and play a part. She has been set up to be the the new reader's eyes in, in, in the She's door. our Cisco for uh, Flash. Ooh, She's yeah. the every person She's but with, with, with the power. What about you, Kels? Um, I would say I would like this because um, I don't read the comments like that. But just like... <laughs> How I'm, do you read them? I don't read them like that. <laughs> that often, let me say. <laughs> My more um, interaction with the Legions through comic book, not comic books, but cartoons and TV series. So I would like to see um, more um, teenage hijinks, okay. more angst, but also at the same time, maybe a little more transition. Kind of like if you watch the Titan series on DC, kind of like a little bit of the older um, Legionnaires ushering in the new and you get that nice mid, uh, middle. So it's like, all right, yeah, we're not that old, but we're getting older, so we need to start bringing you guys up and just them relating to each other, kind of like with the new mutants are kind of uh-huh. doing now with the Donovets relaunch. Yeah, I think I might like seeing some some teenage versions of these. Of these yeah, they didn't really come off like that in the in this first issue. No, the very young adulty yeah. college age yeah. kind of. Yeah. But I think that would be pretty cool. Well, that about does it for us today. Mike, thank you for taking oh, the time to come here and Thanks be with us. Me. Yeah, this was, uh, this was great. Um, where can the people find you? Anything you want to plug? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm here at the comic store just about all the time. Uh, outside of that, what do I want to plug? Watchmen. If you're not watching HBO's Watchmen, you should be watching it. Who watches the Watchmen? We do. What about you, TJ? Where? What's your physical location, and um, what do you want to plug? My physical location is at Colorado Springs. If you've uh, if you walk into Escape Velocity on Wednesdays, chances are I'm there. Um, but uh, other than that, I'd like to plug a, a couple of things. Uh, one is that uh, this uh, 14er Java Stout from Eddie Line Brewery. Um, Eddie Line Brewery, fantastic brewery. Um, however, not we are not sponsored by them. Acknowledged by, talked to, um, even recognized. We probably don't speak the same language. We exist in the same state, but uh, we're not supported by or. or uh, in any way, shape, or form. But <laughs> also but, not um, allowed to be within 500 yards. Well, that's a new development. That's for different reasons. Uh, no, but it's a, fan, it's a fantastic beer. But the second thing I'd like to, to plug, though, if you guys aren't watching it, if you guys are for some reason under a rock and completely stupid, uh, you need to be watching The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Oh, we're, we're actually about to do a, uh, a bonus episode for extra content about uh, The Mandalorian. That's that's really good segue for that. Yes. Kels, what about you? What's going on in your life? What do you want to plug? Uh, what I want to plug is my latest place of employment i am officially um a staff member at escaping uh escape velocity oh shit where's no, that not anymore <laughs> <laughs> um it's um, located at 19 east Beecher street the comic book shop downtown that i tell everybody that i um buy my comics books from and where we do the podcast from so i want to give a shout out to everybody there thank you for allowing me to be a part of this team and also, I'd like to um, shout out this event that we're having on November 23rd, Learn to Draw Comments, for any um, kid anyone. at school. Anyone? Yeah, it's yeah, just free for school. with a pencil. Yeah. Oh, it's um, free. Come down, you know, school-age kids. If you um, got ninos and ninas that want to learn how to draw comic book characters, <laughs> superheroes, bring them all down, have a good time. And it's also local shop. Yeah, it's local comic shop day as well. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um well, also, you know, with your new place of business, that's where we're recording right now. Yes. And just once again, our ideas, our beliefs, our opinions, our squabbles, our loves, our dreams, our hopes, our farts, our movements, 
do not reflect escape velocity or its staff in any way, shape, or form. They just let us get in here and do our thing, and we thank them for that. Yes, we do. Um, I'd like to plug the Better Than Black Friday sale that's coming up on November 30th. It starts at 10 a.m., and from 10 to 11 on select graphic novels, uh, we're going to have $3 soft covers, $5 hard covers, and 30% off everything in the store. From 11 to 12 on select graphic novels, 50% off and 25% off everything else. From noon to 1, it's just 20% off everything. Come by. Get those savings, folks. It's a great time to buy gifts for yourself or for anyone else for the holiday season. Today, we are going to leave you with Say You Want Me To by In Planes. They are a local band. They're actually not uh, active right now, but check out their music. They're fantastic. I really think you guys are going to like this one. If you or anyone else you know would like to send us music to be used on the show, please do so at escaping.podcast at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Escaping Podcast. Like we said at the beginning of the episode, we have Tashina on as our social media manager. She's fantastic, and feel free to reach out to any of us on that, uh, those platforms. Remember, folks, there can only be one chum bucket. We will see you next time. And just remember, too, if you, even if you don't have a Legion ring, you can always escape gravity and reality with us by being an escapee. Stay on Kenny, y'all. Life is what you make it No good, no bad Only how you take it Maybe you will come around Maybe you won't But I come Oh.